What's happening? It's your man Will Freeman, Revolutionary Lifestyle Coming at you today on how to be happier by doing a happiness inventory. I'm coming to you live right now from the mountains, Chiang Mai, cruising my way up to Dosu Tep Temple. Happy day, very happy day today. So I want to talk to you about how to be happier. And happiness is everything, okay? There's one thing you get from my site. Every single article I do, every single video I do, every single audio I do, is to show you practical how-to strategies on how to be happier. That's it. That's literally all I do it for, okay? Every single thing I wanna to communicate to you guys is about being happy. And the best way to look at happiness is scale out of 10. How many of your average days are happy days? With five being average, seven being happy, eight being very happy, nine being ecstatic, and 10 being religious levels of rapture and joy, okay? My goal is to be at a seven every day. Now, I'm not at a seven every day. There's some days where I gotta do a bunch of back-end bullshit and, and projects and non-creative work that's boring where I'm at a six, or some days even a five because I got a lot of work bullshit to do. But when I got a lighter day like today, I'm almost always at a seven. And when everything's going really well, and maybe I took some fen a bit, and I only have three, four hours of creative work to do, I cruise on up to an eight. Eventually, I wanna get my life to where I'm at an eight out of 10 every day. And every year, I take more bullshit off the list, I outsource more headaches, and I get to do more time to do creative work like this. This, this is the stuff I love to do. I love to be talking to you guys, uh, doing videos like this. This makes me happy right here just doing this communicating with you guys because I fucking love you guys so the way to do a happiness inventory first thing you got to check is what your average level of happiness every day is okay if your average level is below five that's a problem that's a big problem and if you think back to the last day where you were feeling joy all day and happiness and you can't remember the last time where you were feeling that level of happiness that's a big fucking problem, boys, okay? Big problem. If you're not living at at least a six, it's a problem. Because there's no, there's no excuse to be living a depressed life that you don't wanna live. If you're living in below average happiness, you gotta change that, and you gotta change that like you've got a gun to your head because your happiness is the most important motherfucking thing in your life. There's nothing else. All the money, the cars, the girls, everything we do it for is to be happy. So if you want to get up to a higher level of consistent happiness, the first thing you got to do is think about what your average ideal day looks like. What does your ideal happy day look like? What kind of work are you doing? Well, you know, does that involve having a girl to come home to at the end of the night? Does that involve having a nice dinner, does that involve doing yoga? What are the things that make you happy? And what kind of day 
would you have where you wake up excited to get out of bed every single fucking day? That's the goal. The goal is waking up, doing some exercise that you enjoy, getting in there, doing some work that you enjoy, then having stuff to look forward to at the end of the day. A good dinner, a nice girlfriend, some exercise, some drinks with the boys, a fucking dessert in there. That's what it's about, man. What is it that's gonna make you excited to wake up every day? Nine times out of 10, it ain't gonna be working a job. Nine times out of 10, it's gonna be your own business. What are you passionate about doing, all right? I recommend a service business, copywriting, um, programming, photography, whatever it is that you're gonna wake up excited to do and help people. What business are you gonna be happy about helping your clients with? Mine is this lifestyle stuff. Makes me happy to help. Makes me happy to get nice comments from guys and nice emails from guys and you know having guys enjoy my books. It's not just about the money. Although I fucking love having money because money makes me be able to live a comfortable life and therefore be happy. But as important as the money is what kind of business are you gonna have where you enjoy helping people solve that particular problem? I got boys that are life coaches and they love doing that and uh, copywriters. Um, my boy Phil does marketing services for fitness. He loves helping out personal trainers, making more money. And I, I know some guys who are doing what I do. At the end of the day, you gotta figure out what's realistic for you and what's gonna make, what's gonna make you happy to wake up and do every single day of your life, all right? What's gonna make you happy to do? The other thing you gotta do in your happiness inventory is do a list of all the things that make you happy and try and do them every single day. And these don't have to be personal development things. These don't have to be things that you think are supposed to be make, making you happy. Could be, uh, for a buddy of mine, it was playing with his cat made him the most happy. Some guys like to play video games. Some guys like to smoke weed. Some guys like to jerk off. It doesn't fucking matter. What matters is that it's another tool in your happiness toolkit. And as long as you're taking care of business during the day, you want to have as many things to look forward to at night. So if that means that your average night has a nice dinner, a dessert, jerking off, playing with your cat, <laughs> you know, hopefully not at the same time. <laughs> Whatever it is, you gotta put together a list of as many possible motherfucking things that make you happy. My list is like exercise, hot shower, yoga, seeing a girl, eating good food, having a dessert, hanging out with my boys, going on a motorbike ride like this, having a few beers, doing Fenibit, doing hardcore stretching that's gonna release the tension in my body. I mean, my total list has like 20 different things and every single day I try and add those to the list. I also, and this is a major key, every year try and do more of what I love and less of what I hate. If you read the book Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss, which is a fucking phenomenal book that I recommend all you guys reading, 
there's a quote from Derek Sivers, who started uh, this site CD Baby, which is one of the first sites selling CDs online, and he exited it for like 25 mil. And his advice for guys in business is only do things that you say hell yes about. When you think about a new business or a new project, you gotta have the idea in your mind, hell fucking yes, this is what I wanna do. When I started RLD, I knew it was my fucking mission. The second that idea crystallized, it fucking destroyed every other idea I had. All the other things that I had done before, all the businesses, you know, being in sales, being in trading, the idea of the lifestyle design of, of giving guys the information that I didn't have when I was 20, you know, being able to give guys information that I didn't have because I grew up without a father and being able to rewrite my life and my mistakes through other young guys coming up. When I had that idea, it shot fucking shivers up my spine. It shot um, energy from my kidneys up into my back. And just talking about it gives me that same rush. And it's four and a half years later. It still gives me that same fucking rush. And when I had that idea, I knew hell motherfucking yes. This is what I'm born to do. This is what I'm going to be excited to, to do every single fucking day. That's when you know you have the right idea. When, you, when your reaction to it is hell yes. And when, when your reaction to the idea is hell yes, it stops you from getting involved in mediocre shit. All right. Over the last couple years with RLD, I I did uh, I was in a tech startup with my buddy, which I didn't really enjoy that much. You know, it wasn't a hell yes idea. It was a fear of missing out. Right? He had this idea. He already had the company going. He brought me in, and I was like, man, this is a big opportunity. It could be huge. I was afraid of missing out, so I got involved. Turns out it didn't work out. And. I mean, probably a good part of that was the fact that I didn't love it as much as RLD. Another thing I did last year was Amazon FBA, which also didn't work out. And again, that was a fear of missing out. I'm like, Amazon FBA, there's, there's guys I know making money off that. Let me get in before everyone else starts doing it and the niche, you know, everyone comes in and slits your neck and you can't get away with the stuff that guys are doing right now. Again, it didn't work out. I know a buddy of mine who's making 10 grand on Amazon FBA, but you probably have to do a couple stores and you gotta really be passionate about it. And for me, I was like just treating it as a job. I was working hard, but I didn't fucking love it. I didn't love it like RLD. And so I decided no more fucking new businesses, no matter what. I was thinking about doing supplements, but then again, supplements and tying them to RLD, it's gonna be a fucking headache. Right, supplements, I know it's going to be a headache, it's going to be a physical business, I'm going to have to manage people, you know, I'm going to have to deal with customers again. It's not a hell yes, alright? So the hell yes is the fucking metric for what you want to do. If you're not saying hell yes, you're not going to be happy eight hours a day doing what you have to do. The other thing you got to do, and this is something that might not be possible when you're starting a business, because when you're starting a business, you got to blast you can cruise but it's something that you can start doing after you've already established it a little bit and a lot of the times it means you might have to leave some money on the table cost you money to not have to do the things you want you don't want to do but half of it's doing what you love the other half is not doing what you hate 
I hate answering emails. I love talking to guys. I love helping guys, but I just hate looking at my emails and thinking, okay, this is what I have to do. I have to answer these guys. And I spent four years, the first four years, answering every single email. The vast majority of guys, 95% of the guys, didn't even thank me, didn't even respond. And maybe one or two guys actually did what I said they should do, and then emailed me a, a couple months later thanking me and saying, you know, I'm on the right path. So I was not getting a lot of benefit out of the emails and checking my emails every day as an obligation of something I had to do was becoming a pain point. So I just stopped doing it. Now I love responding to guys, so I just respond to every comment and, and every YouTube video. And nine times out of 10, every email that a guy sent to me was something that could have been answered or already was answered in one of my YouTube comments or one of my videos or one of my articles. And the other thing I stopped doing was giving refunds. A refund would take 10 to 15 minutes out of my day. I'd have to go to the guy's email, I'd have to find his email address. Half the time they didn't send me, you know, um, the email that they used to pay for my thing was a different one, so I had to go by the guy's name. Then I had to log into my last pass, then log into my Gumroad, then go through my Gumroad to find it, then refund him, and then send him an email back. And something I hated to do, I hated to see, okay, I got a refund. Sometimes the guy's not even polite about it, which I didn't like. And I hated having to reach back into my pocket and give, give money back. All right, you know, sort of the standard for like online um, selling informational products is offering the refund, and I get why it is. I mean, people want to know that you're going to take the risk, and I gave every single refund to every guy who who um, asked one. I honored my word, but I just hate doing it. I hate doing it when half the time the guy's not polite, and I got to reach in to my pocket. I got to take his 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 not polite email and you know, give money back and then give him my product for free. And I just fucking hate doing that. I hate giving my shit away for free. Because the way I see it, I've done four years of purely actionable content. At this point, I got 100 pieces of content and only four of them are paid. And those four paid pieces of content teach you how to get laid, okay, it shows you how I fuck 10 girls in five weeks off Tinder, shows you how to be really good in bed, shows you how to sell, how to make six figures in sales, and then exit sales with cash flow in your pocket and into a service-based business that you can take online and live wherever the fuck you want, and how to get super organized and get your life running on autopilot. And for all that, you can get in my bundle for about 100 bucks, so my life's work for 100 bucks. My site, the free content, and the fucking books is shit that I would have killed for at 20. So the fact that I'm not willing to give it up for free is something that agrees with my morals and it's something that I'm doing and I feel good about because it takes a major source of my pain point away. And in the future, I'm gonna get guys to help write on my books uh, help me with articles to help get this stuff out faster. Basically like the grunt work of stuff that I, w I don't want to do. I already got guys helping me on back-end projects. 
um, all the boring shit so that I can be free to do the fucking creative work that I love, the creative work that makes me happy, stuff like this, stuff like doing the motivational audios, um, stuff like doing hardcore red pill deprogramming, stuff like doing really advanced level concepts because I've built out the foundational base um, of all the how-tos that you guys need to do to live the sort of lifestyle that you want to live and all kinds of other things that I just want to get out of the way and I look at every year every year I get more passive income coming in more traffic which means I get to use that profit to outsource my headaches and make my life easier and get my average day up to um, a seven and then up to a seven and a half and then up to an eight and then I can do not only am I doing more of what I love but I have more of the freedom to do to actually work less and do more of the other things that I love during the day so my ideal I goal ideal goal and my ideal happiness day is to do only creative work do it for about four and a half hours a day then have my entire day free to do yoga um, see my boys do whatever I want do more traveling and cruise around the world doing seminars to you guys and just spreading that positivity but you got to figure out what your ideal day is and you got to do it um, by doing a happiness inventory okay you got to picture it in your mind you got to be able to see that reality in your mind before you can achieve it but with that said you also got to reality check it okay so you're not gonna go from zero to 60 right away and chances are when you're building up your ideal day and your ideal happiness lifestyle a lot of the time you're gonna have to go through more pain than you're in right now to get to where you want to go the way I look at success is it's like for the first while to get the momentum going you're pushing a boulder up the hill and the boulders weighing down on you and you're just trying to let, not to let that motherfucker roll over onto you but eventually you get to you're blasting you get to cruising altitude so where you're at the top of the hill and now you're pushing the boulder um, sideways and it's just like neutral now you're now you're sort of on neutral and you're pushing the boulder at the top on flat terrain until you get to the other side of the hill when you get to the other side of the hill now the boulders going downhill and you don't even have to push it you're just fucking tap dancing behind that motherfucker trying to and you only have to rein it in so it doesn't roll over other people okay now you're just on cruise control you're on cruise control and the only time you have to stop and readjust is when your boulder hits a snag and then you got to push it a little bit so it runs back um, downhill and I'm just about on the other side of my business I'm just getting to the other side of the hill where I'm just gonna fucking throw it down and just run behind it but it takes a while to get there, all right? If you're starting that service business, your first six months is gonna be hell. So you're actually gonna have a dip in your happiness levels. Um, but then two years in, you know, you're, you're at 75K or 7,500 a month. You got recurring, recurring revenue. You don't have to make nearly as many cold calls. Now you're at uh, cruising altitude. You're pushing it sideways. Four years in, 90% of your revenue is coming from recurring clients most of your day is spent servicing them. You can probably get your day down to five hours of work 
and you can get some, you can take your money and pay someone else to do those cold calls, all right? So that's the kind of stuff you have to factor into your reality. You got to do your reality check, but you also got to recognize what's realistic. What is your realistic income goal? What is your realistic idea, ideal day look like? And how much bullshit do you have to get through to get to your ideal day? How much money do you have to save uh, from your job to get started on your business? How long is it gonna take from you to get your average happiness from a five to a six, and then from a six to a six and a half, and then a six and a half to a seven, and all that stuff? And what are your happiness tools, and how realistically are you gonna be able to use them during the day? And how are you gonna structure your day so that you can use those happiness tools as much as you can? How long is it gonna take you to get there? And what's a realistic assessment of your timeline to getting to your ideal day where you're, where you're at a seven or a seven and a half every single day of the year? And that's it, all right? So what I want you to do right now when you turn this video off or this audio, audio off or you stop reading this article, sit down, write what your ideal day is gonna look like. And I want you to write what your ideal day is going to look like, what your ideal mission is going to be where you wake up happy to do it, happy to do passionate work, how long it's going to take you to get there, how much money you need to do it, um, what obstacles you're going to have to get through, okay? And then I want you to write down what all your happiness tools are. What are the 20 things that make you happiness starting starting from the most happy to the least starting to what what your most powerful ha happiness technology is to what the least powerful is from 1 to 20 and how to incorporate those happy happiness techniques into your day every single day as much as you possibly can and then when you've done all that I want you to reality check it right go through the metrics of how feasible it is um, what it's going to take you to get there, how much work you have to do, and what your timeline is so that it's all incorporated within your reality. And once you've done all that, I want you to start taking action today. Start thinking you do one thing, one thing a day that's going to get you closer to your ideal happy day every single day. And I want you to start monitoring your day every single day out of 10, how happy you are, and I want you to do your absolute best in terms of building your happy day, using the happiness techniques, reframing negative thoughts to get that ideal day and to get that happy day as high as possible every single day. That's the game plan, all right? That's what you gotta do, that's your objectives, so don't just look at me out here cruising up the mountain and think, okay, this is lifestyle porn. I'm going to get excited about what he's saying, but I'm not going to do anything. Fuck all that shit. Fuck that lifestyle porn. Fuck just watching someone else do it. I want you to do it. I want you to get happy. I want you to feel love and acceptance and happiness and peace and bliss in your life. And I want you to do it starting motherfucking today. That's it. All right. I wish you all the best. And I want to thank you for watching this on YouTube. Listening to me on SoundCloud, listening to me on iTunes, and reading my articles at revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. I wish you all the best in your personal personal development journey, and much love to you, my brother.